Welcome to Front Row Geeks. Microsoft one, and they they turned it the same lyrics and everything, but they turned it dark. Wait, what do you mean Microsoft one? The Microsoft. Um, I'll, I'll play. Sur- it. Yeah. I'll, I have just the song. They use the song there too. I've yeah. only seen Facebook audio. I, no audio I watched the videos. announcement thing. On oh, it. here. Do you want me to actually want to show you the video? The video? Yeah, show them the video. Video. Oh, the U of A says there's a suspicious item on campus. Hmm. Okay, Google. You know, for everyone listening to this podcast later. Now you know that there's a suspicious item. Are we on still? Are we the going? Campus. Yeah, apparently he is recording. Okay. Okay, Google. Google. Okay. Okay, Google. What's it, Google? Okay, Google. You piece of shit. Okay, Google. Oh fuck you! I'm gonna search it manually like a heathen. I have gone primitive. <laughs> I've gone full on heathen. Hey, Cortana. Oh, secret tunnel listens to me. <laughs> I have a th- I have a two and a half year old phone, so I, I kind of got an excuse there. Oh, it's almost three years, almost three. Surface Studio. Never mind, Cortana. Thank you. Good day, Fuck Cortana. Off. I say good day. Fuck off, Cortana. We don't want to speak with you. I do. That's okay, Cortana. Don't listen to me. They know that. Yeah. I've seen it. I, it. It definitely looks interesting. It the ad does a really good job. Microsoft is the new Apple, in my, like in terms of. That's the headlines I've been hearing this week. Yeah. So I wonder it, if they've earned it or not. But yeah, this is the full ad for it. Yeah, I. It is actually very tempting for me when I looked at it, but then I saw the prices. Yes, this starts at three thousand dollars. I have no use for an all-in-one. So. This is more than all-in-one. This is a little different. This be- is a Cintiq. What is that? Uh, how are you more than all, all in one? It is touchscreen. It's yeah. no, it's a Cintiq. I don't understand specifically. What that is. Oh, it is a, a Cintiq. A, no, it's not. It's the closest relatively thing we have to it. Um, a Cintiq is a, it's an artist thing. Oh, like you, you, you don't get it. It shows it in a second. Like I know it was being touted for an artist, but like no, well, take a look. Like take a look. Yeah, here I'll show you. Okay. Just kind of. Yeah, it looks sexy. And it's oh, twenty-eight yeah. inches. If they did make it just an all-in-one with just t- regular touchscreen, people would still buy it. Yeah. But. Admittedly, there's one, there's that thing, which I find really interesting. It is. It yeah, really I was saying that. That was pretty cool. And this is why it's being marketed more towards artists and such. I wonder if Andy's going to get one. I think Andy was really impressed by it. Because he did post something about uh, this. I love the song, though. The song in general. This one is a little bit more focusing less on the the mystique of pure imagination. Yes. So, hi, everybody. (laughs) Hi. Hi. 
after that long intro, welcome to episode 77 of the Front Row Geeks Podcast. Double lucky sevens. I am Eddie Espinoza, Baron Vibex, your humble host, and the boss of Front Row Geeks. Join, joined today by David, Astro Omega, mm-hmm. and Justin, I don't know what we call you. Emiliani at this moment. Emiliani. Emiliani. How's it going, Astro? Uh, yeah, okay, we're done. Yeah, we don't care about you. <laughs> God damn it. Okay, well, we let's get into it real quick because we were we were down to talk about this. We need to start with No Man's Sky. We need to. Yeah, let's, let's kick right that thing out of the bucket now. Yeah, let's do it right now. Okay. Yeah, if we don't get it out of the way now, we'll be talking about it for the whole fucking podcast, like yeah. usual. The like whole we... broken silence. Broken silence by someone that's not in the company. <laughs> or, from what I heard, it was technically how they got access to the Twitter account was through a link, an unsecured LinkedIn. Wait, wait. Okay, recap. <laughs> so. Either yesterday or the day before, I can't remember now. Uh, Two days day ago. before, yeah. Um, apparently, the creator of No Man's Sky. No, just Hello, it was the Hello Games Twitter. The, okay, the, the Hello Games Twitter. Yeah. Put out what was the quote then? I guess. Then? Uh, the quote was No Man's Sky was a mistake. And that's all it said. It said nothing but that. And then I think about thirty minutes to an hour later, the Twitter was shut down. Um, some of the reports that I heard, and this was coming from a, a third source. Um, and they said that there were emails sent out, but uh, based off of some of the wordage used and how it was written, uh, there was some confusion. Like the fact that some emails were just from Hello Games, some were actually had the. Moving it there, mm-hmm. we should probably needs to be mentioned that right now the official story is that the account was hacked. Yes. Yes. Uh, it was not the Twitter account that was hacked. It was a tweet sent through LinkedIn. Their LinkedIn had apparently been hacked several months before. They started to say, fuck it, we're not going to change the password. We don't care. And as such, <laughs> um, they told most employees to do a two-step process. An account was compromised that did not do the two-step process. The two-step mm-hmm. verification. Yes. For those who don't know, that's typically like a... Uh, uh, like World of Warcraft has had it, or Blizzard in general has had it for fucking ever. Um, where you most just... MMOs had it. Most MMOs, most things nowadays. How fucking Amazon has it now. Uh, where you either receive a text, if it's like a web app, or if it is a, um, a, a, a business or something like that. They do actually have dongles that go in your keychain where you push a button and it actually will give you a number to put in. Now, apparently, since this wasn't done, uh, the they sent a tweet through LinkedIn... And just simply said, no man's sky was a mistake. People were happy that they were saying something, and not that not so much the message, but that they were saying something for fucking the first time in several since August, since the game went gold. Essentially, since the black, uh, the essentially the uh, notification blackout that what could have been said between now and then they got shit on. They, and in some parts deservingly, but they got shit on. They got shit on, but if they would have been part of what they're getting shit on for is not talking. Is the entire whole blackout? Um, the blackout is part of is a big part of what people are bitching about, is because they're not saying anything. They're not saying, "Yeah, we fucked up. Sorry, guys." I mean, like the whole thing with uh, going into the Nintendo Switch is the fact that when Nintendo announced it, Nintendo responded to people. They actually responded, unlike yeah, Hel- uh, Nintendo, Hello Games. Nintendo is obviously in charge of their own fucking destiny. Yeah, No Man's Sky is not in charge of their own destiny. But I was trying to mention they, that other companies do respond during certain things. And if that's the case, we need to talk to the publisher, not the developers. Well, still, but I mean, the publisher or not, they... Hello Games was still responsible for the development. Now, they could have said beforehand, yeah, we had to cut a few things. 
uh, but this is what we can, what we can get out in the time frame given to us by our publisher, them or something similar, something probably more legally, so they don't say Sony fucked us over. Um, and as such, like technically in this case, it's not just the responsibility of the publisher. The developer has to respond as well, even if it is a sorry, we can't. I mean, we are listening to your comments. We just can't comment on it at this time. But, and what kind of comment is that? If they did that, it's a comment saying that they're not being allowed to. Okay. It's a comment through. It's it's basically saying we are not allowed to, and and it's antagonistic to their publishers. It that's an antagonistic no, comment. No, no, it's it's saying what they're. They can't say anything further than that. They can't say. Uh, yeah, it was our publisher, but there's, by saying basically we cannot comment at this time, they're saying we're not being allowed to comment. But they're not, not saying not, you can't comment. It says a it says a lot. It but it's better than not saying anything at all. And that probably wasn't up to them. That's what I'm trying to say. No, they 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 this, can't make you not say anything. They they can make you say not can. certain things, but they can't make you say. They can't tell you no. Shut up. We can't say. You can't speak. You are now Neo. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, in this case, Eddie, it's less of the fact that it's not going to be, like, bad on the publisher, but it's the fact that, like... Well, of course it's never Sony, bad on the Sony was responding. The, Sony was responding to the tweets about No Man's Sky. But it's everyone wanted some response from Hello Games. The people that were responsible for most of the marketing, as far as they knew, because while Sony probably put some cash in there, the marketing was all pretty much spearheaded by Sean Murray. Yeah. So, I mean, in the end, it comes to me, it comes down to the person who was doing... If Sony was doing all the marketing, fine. It's on Sony. But since it was Sean Murray of Hello Games that was saying everything about the game that was not true, it's on him. And Hello Games, the people who... Well, I can't speak to what was true and not true because I haven't played the game. But... I refuse to play it until it goes to, like, free, damn near free on Steam. Which is probably going to be this year. I, this is probably going to be the shortest turnaround for a, a large sale ever. Yeah, it's... I, I have a big feeling that uh, come this winter Steam sale, we're going to see essentially No Man's Sky on something close to 80 or 90% off. Honestly, I mean, personally, I think that come Prop 205 passing, it's going to sell a lot more games in Arizona. Yeah. <laughs> for those who don't know, Prop 205 is... uh yeah. 208 before. Which one is it? It's, no, it's 205. I said 205. You said 208 before. Didn't you just say no, he said 205. Oh, the fuck. Hey, the fuck attention, mate. Apparently somebody's to... doing it a little bit before it passes. <laughs> um, but that, that's the <laughs> that's the recreational marijuanas. Yeah. Anyway, but no, it's, it's not the fact that, like, even if that comment is damning to the publisher, most, most publishers still respond to outcry and such. I mean, I'm trying to find a good example of this, but um, the people behind uh, the Arkham games. Oh, yeah, like, um, the biggest one was Arkham Origins. Uh, no, Arkham Knight. Oh, yeah, Arkham Knight as well. Arkham Knight, both the publisher and the developer responded to people about it. And how'd that go for them? Actually, uh, they, it, it, they, the game still sold well. There was there was some returns, but not nearly as many. If there and was, I none. Can't, and I can't go a month without hearing some shit about how Arkham Knight is the worst thing that happened to everybody. For well, PC users, so. for PC users, yes. But the fact that they were communicating that they, you know, that they actually were, they said that they were giving out. They themselves said we're giving out refunds for those who have been affected. And uh, I believe, if I'm correct, that's what they said. But I think they refunded up to, like, 50% of the cost of the game if you kept it. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not trying to defend Hello Games 
mm-hmm. for the game, other than the fact that I think I don't really have anything. We 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 spoke a little bit off, uh, outside the podcast. They they made a lot of promises. The game didn't turn out as well as they thought. Mm-hmm. But I mean, overall, I mean, I think. They still accomplish something that most of us don't get to do. Making a game? Yeah. I mean, they they definitely did do that. It's... Sean Murray probably just got too excited and probably couldn't stop himself. Mm -hmm. But in the end, most of the vitriol is on him, in my opinion. So my my perspective, and this is what I'm trying to get to now, is that why are we expecting, like, grade A Sean Murray if we haven't been getting grade A Sean Murray up till now? He, obviously he didn't get us the game we wanted hmm. obviously he's not giving us the response we wanted why are we still having the same expectations he's already shown that we're not going to get out of him what we had hoped so why are we still hoping or why are we still what are we still waiting for I mean why, I, which, the reason why are we still going to hate on this guy when we, we we have that we have we already had our yeah this guy didn't do it for us moment now if we're st- the fact that anyone is still like losing sleep over this is ma- is masochistic at this point. I don't I don't think anybody's losing sleep over at this point. It's become the new cool thing to hate. Um, like and it's, with, it's still a masochistic thing to do. It I mean it is, but I think at this point it's just become hmm. it, it's just something people do now. It's what people hate on uh, fucking Minecraft because nothing but kids play it still. That's always going to happen because that's. It, it was cool for a long time. Yeah. Um, they're still making bank, though. So. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're fucking rolling in it still. Hey, guys, the new uh, Vive edition's out. Uh, let's sell another thousand million copies. Oh, right. million fucking copies. Christ. Um, I mean, <laughs> there's nothing that's going to beat that game out in sales, but people still hate on it. And I think the fact that they got that this game's now getting more hate than that ever did just kind of speaks to the fact that People just were unhappy, and they're probably those who bought it and still have it are probably still gonna be salty, no matter what you do. They have every reason as consumers to be salty about it. I still have it. I'm still salty. You're always salty. You have every reason to be salty. No, I don't think I'm not trying to take that away from anybody, but Mm. yeah. But uh, you, David, are not spending your time like. I'm not obsessing over it. Yeah, you're not sitting in the subreddit saying this game sucks. Oh my god. Yeah. I'm Which there's people doing like, that still. Like, it was a huge disappointment. It sounds like all they do is play this game to like so they can go on later on and say that that sucks some more. I need. I played another eight hours of this game that I hate. It just like so I said. Yeah, it still sucks, guys. Don't worry, they haven't updated it. I don't even think there's been an update to the game, has there? No, there's been know. a couple of updates. One was actually just a couple days ago, actually. Well, actually, since we're on the topic now, uh, <laughs> since we're on the topic now, um, I. I I want to get you guys' opinions on the fact that it does seem like they're working on DLC. Even, yeah. Even though, it, I mean, I don't have, I don't know how many running copies there are. There's less running copies at this point than there was at of Doom. This was as of like a month and a half ago that I last read the stats. But, I mean, do you think if they were to actually put out DLC, do you think it would sell more than... No. 10,000 copies? I don't know. No. I, I don't even know how to measure that at this point. I don't know what 10,000... 10, on, on Steam, specifically. Don't even know if that's an accomplishment or not. You're telling me 10,000. I mean, I think the last stats were that there was less than 10,000 concurrent. Um, at, that's that's at, at a time. Eddie, I'm going to have to lay that down for you. But, um, I mean, I don't even... Th- we can actually pull up the stats of how many people own the game still. But I think it's... Probably somewhere in the hundred thousands. Yeah, which is not not a lot compared to the fact that it, it, No Man's Sky, and this was based off of real old knowledge that it supposedly got sold two million pre-orders. 
which was supposedly a record-breaking level of pre-orders for any game oh, on broke Steam. Records, all right. It, it also broke, broke a couple of them. It also broke the single record, most returned game. Single most returned game on Steam. And I'm sure on every on everything, it probably broke. I'm sure it did on mobile, even though it wasn't on it. It broke records where it couldn't possibly broke records. But my opinion is, if they are working on DLC, they better damn well do it like um, how the team behind Witcher does it. Look. Where it, it it's basically separated. Well, I mean, my thing is, if they're going to be putting it out, they need to make it add the stuff that was promised first and for free. Exactly. Oh, are you talking like how they had the sixteen free DLC? Yeah, from the Witcher Three. Okay, I see what you mean now. Speaking of Witcher Three, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. Yeah. All right. Sorry, let's continue. No, the Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. No idea. Oh, um, you're the people out. behind The Witcher, mm-hmm. they they announced this what back in 2012. Uh, yes, I think in 2012, 2013 of E3. Mm-hmm. Uh, essentially, the people behind Witcher, three, three, uh, have been working on a cyberpunk. Um, you know what cyberpunk is, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, I like it. Uh, a cyberpunk game since 2012, and they announced this. And the the sweet back to No Man's Sky. So sorry, I had to say it because we were on Watch Witcher Three. So I was just hoping mm-hmm. he'd get through the point in like five seconds. He doesn't. So um, it's the, it's him. We, it's, we still. If they're making it. DLC, let them fucking make DLC. I mean, um, it cares. They can make a hundred DLC packages. It shouldn't matter anymore. It just. I I wonder if they are thinking that it's going to be an. I don't know how to phrase it. I, if it's going to be just wasted effort or not. Um, but it's their effort. The only, uh, I mean, I'm sure they have the funds to make DLC for the next hundred years and not have to fucking worry about it. But my thing is, it's just going to refuel the hate for them. Why not rebrand themselves and make a different, a brand new game? Just and, reset. And honestly, I think only the the business intelligence that they have and their own creators are going to have to are going to be the ones to answer that question. At this point, the only perspective that I can bring to that is that, yeah, buy me that actually the game itself, yeah, hype, you bought, those things great, mm-hmm. story's done now. If you have, if that gives you any doubts about that game series, don't buy the DLC, yeah. because otherwise, again, that's just being masochistic again. The only people who are going to buy them are probably anyone who's actually genuinely happy with the game, which, for all we know, may be enough for that company to, company to still be a success. I know the potheads are happy out. with it. That's all I know. So it just obviously people are going to be louder about it than anybody else. Oh yeah, people oh, yeah. hate on it for sure. Okay. So from just a business standpoint, I mean, either they're super stupid or there's something viable there. And even and for them, that's their own little thing. If you don't like this game, don't fucking buy a DLC, and then there's we're done. Mm-hmm. The transaction is over. Yeah. If you're gonna go, if you're gonna go out and like hate buy the DLC. I mean, then, then you're fu- if you're gonna hate buy something, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> like those people that purposely like buy PlayStation 4s day one just to smack them outside at, the place. At this point, I don't think I don't think them trying to run a business, no matter where what state it is right now, is a story. Because what do you, what do you think? That's oh, I can't believe they're thinking. <laughs> Let's watch this burning this building continue yeah. to burn like, for the last three years. Like yeah, or whatever they're doing in a few years. I think once the game comes out and we see what the, or DLC comes out and we see what they done with them, we can probably make better judgment about what were they thinking, what was their business strategy, you know, why, why did they think this could be viable, what were they hoping to accomplish? But at this point, it's it's just capitalism. Yeah, it's just they're trying. It's a business. They're trying to put out the product and help people buy it. I mean, but don't buy it if you if you think it's going to be the same as what you got before. Okay, so getting away from that, do you think the best option, just as, as like 
an investor, mm-hmm. okay, just let's look at it from investors at this point, I guess. Do you think it'd be more viable for them to disband and create a new, same people and shit, but, you know, so, some people don't look at that. Um, do you think it'd be more viable for them to completely shut down, like, we're, putting out, we're shutting down Hello Games and say nothing more, and then just create a new, an all-new uh, studio? Call it Games I, Hello? I think no. Or I mean, Ola Games? The, we live in the information <laughs> age. Even if these, these people disband, they, they're going to have that as baggage wherever they go. People will look up and go, oh, that guy was part of the but No Man's Sky team. This is going to be shit. No one, <laughs> no one really knows who anything was. The only person that's going to get that shit it's going to be Sean Murray. For this, sure. Because he was the face. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure if they put Sean Murray in, like, say he's not in there, they, put, they, they can leave him on credit. They can still get money for it. I mean, as long as he doesn't put his name on whatever other studio they work with, I'm sure they would do much better on whatever other game they make. But as Hello Games, they got people that will say, I mean, I know I'm probably, I'm never going to buy a game from them unless I see, without a doubt, with like, every review I read is pretty much at least getting really good reviews. I mean, because I, I don't really use reviews as a uh, scoring I, I I can't say I a developer is a reason for me not to buy a game. Like, a developer is usually a reason for me to buy a game, but to not buy a game? There's so many hits and misses in this game industry that that if a developer is bad enough that you're judging them that may, whatever they make isn't you're not going to buy they're probably not making games anymore. Like well, I that mean, would kill them if they had that kind of reputation. Yeah, but look at Uwe Boll, who has been making shitty movies for how long and is just now getting out of movies. Sounds like he did something right because he kept making movies. I don't know what his bank account looks like, but he kept making movies. Apparently, it's jack shit because he. Uh, you couldn't even get people on fucking uh, GoFundMe to fund him. Well, that's because he, he doesn't have a lot of cred with, with Not fans. Not GoFundMe, Indiegogo or whatever. Yeah, or with fans. But who knows what, what that means translated to box office. Box office. Because obviously... Cause he, that, made, that, he made, he made uh, Blood Rain. Come on. That blo- that black box is just how much does it cost to make this movie and how much money do we get back on it. That's all that is. Mm-hmm. If he was green with every one of his movies, it doesn't matter how shitty they were, he was still making money for his studio. And that's all they fucking care about. So, so well, no surprise that when he goes straight to the fans, they're like, "Fuck you!" you well, he didn't go to the fans first. He went to studios first, and so and then and then went to GoFundMe, and then everyone's like, "Oh, okay, let's just kill this bastard." So if, if he went to studios and they didn't like him, that means he has ob- ob- obvious fails, or he didn't have a good idea. That's as far well, as I know, technically, a lot of uh, various studios and the film guilds actually, and this is something I read years ago. That apparently the reason why he's making bank is because he actually made movies to fail, hey, and based on the country, the producers and worked for them. <laughs> and based off the country was lit, uh, that he's part of, I can't remember which country. If the movie he makes fails, they actually pay out of the national insurance. It's there's insurance and shit behind it. I, yeah. I think I've heard a similar and, story too, but and because uh, because of the fact that he literally made movies that bombed, that's why he was making bank. Well, good for him, unless he was doing something illegal. And in that case, let the authorities handle that. But I mean, I, it just—I mean, at this point, if they would have just rebranded, I think they'd make more more sales. Because not everybody, like the hardcore fans, the people who actually do research into the games, would take a look into it. The people who do passive research, like, oh, there's this new game company making a game. Um, yeah, well, I'm gonna buy their game. It looks cool. I mean, that's part of the reason why. As part of the reason why this game still sold well is word of mouth. 
most games, like, I think there was a statistic put out where I think almost 20% of games are sold based off of word of mouth. I think uh, I saw it from the no, personally. Yeah, um, that makes sense to me. I mean, that, no one looks at reviews or anything like that. No one does research. The, I do. The mass majority. But when I say no, nobody, I say the mass majority. We are in the minority. We Be- are the people that sit behind and go like, oh, hey, what do you think of that well, Studio Kojima production well, game? We do, do, do when podcast, people, some people are like, Wait, what, what the fuck are you talking about? Who's Kojima? Yeah. And they say, oh, I love the, uh, the Metal Gear Solid games. Nah, yeah. But then they say, yeah, who's Kojima? I mean, I like Miyazaki. I like Metal Gear Solid. <laughs> it, I mean, it's the same person to them. I mean, that Mia Metal guy he's Japanese. Make, make good, yeah. Solid. Yeah, that Mia. Octopus. <laughs> what? Solid Octopus. That was a great game series. Miyamoto? <laughs> yeah, Miyamoto made a great Solid Octopus series. <laughs> a great, I loved it. I mean, Solid uh, Octopus is probably what I'm going to call this episode now. <laughs> Solid Octopus. <laughs> Solid Octopus, come on. <laughs> Yeah, too far. Gotta go too far. 007, we went, we though. Too far, we went too far. No. Anyway. No, not even as far as... I'm not even talking about that. I, I mean, it was just fine the way it was. No. I well, feel like we're just going to be... Evolved it, you evolved it. You made it into a Gengar. And how is Gengar bad? I like Gengar. Because you, you, you have to Contra, trade it to evolve. I think I think people like Contra more than Gengar overall. I think. Just because it's the stylistic. Oh, I like Gengar. Gengar's a fat little shit as well, so... Anyway, um, I, I think we're just going to be retraining over ground. The horse is dead. The horse is dead. Five, the horse is dead DLC and beaten let well. Know, let us know how the, how the game goes. Let, let us know how the DLC feels, okay. please. So next thing, the, the AMV you guys talked about. Oh, Shelter from uh, A1 Pictures, the people behind SAO, uh, SAO2, um, a lot of other shit I can't think of at the moment. Um and Porter Robinson and technically Maddion. Um, Maddion just did the music. He didn't have anything to deal with the AMV. I don't even think we can call it AMV at this point. I mean, anime music AMV is typically attributed to uh, to fan made stuff. Yeah, this is an official production meant for I Japanese just, and American I, audiences. I said AMV because anime music video. I didn't mean, know there was a. Yeah, I mean, it, to it. it's just when people hear Surely that. When people hear that, they think. Anime made or um, fan made. Shit. I think 2013, 2003s though. <laughs> okay, well I can see that. But I mean, but when it okay, so there's a lot of controversy. But let's not talk about the controversy quite yet. Let's mm-hmm. start off with the the video itself. Uh, when it comes to the video itself, we did start off with a uh, a pretty bog standard, you know, short film. When it comes down to it. Uh, I mean, when it came down to it, it was pretty simple. It was a simple story. Uh, sorry, he's taking like Snapchat or some shit. I don't know. Instagram. Um, he's taking a Vine. <laughs> well, I still can. <laughs> uh, well, I still can. But uh, uh, but it was a pretty simple, it. pretty bong standard. Yeah. Um, the best way I could describe it was the fact that if I just as a heads up, since this thing is like what only seven minutes long. Uh, so, yeah, some minutes runabouts. Um, the, the basic story is that essentially this little girl, uh, this girl is story stuck in a room of a lovely lady, and Which like as you, you proceed through it, you find out that technically she is remembering the fact that she's not remembering. She is in a matrix. She is in basically a stasis capsule, um, connected to the matrix, connected to a like insular matrix with just her. Because of the fact that apparently she's the last surviving human, because apparently 
Jupiter? moon or... I think it was supposed to be Jupiter or some shit. Some fucking th- planetoid decided to go crush, crash on Earth. And, and, her uh, fa- and her father made her... And it, it all started when she was like a child and her father made her a, uh, a space capsule to put her into stasis and shit. Um, but I mean, for the most part, the whole it only there's only very little bits of um, audio of actual spoken lyrics, not lyrics, uh, spoken dialogue. dialogue. And um, it's like at the beginning, at the very end too. Beginning, m- very little in the middle where it's her father talking to her, mm-hmm. and at the very end, um, and then the rest of it's all shelter Just, music video from the from um, Porter Porter Robinson. Port, yeah. I forgot his name. Danger, Danger Port Robinson. Um, and. People were getting, or not people, the mods of our Reddit, our Reddit, fuck, our anime on Reddit, mm-hmm. uh, were getting stupid with it. They were saying it's not anime because it's not intended for a Japanese audience. When it was made in Japanese, in Japan, by a weeaboo. The last bit was yeah, just because and... I don't, I don't really don't don't know how to really tackle this to be honest. What, okay, where do you want to start? Uh, so let's be simple. Let's so let's start with I, let's just try to break down what makes an anime an anime. I guess the best that we can. What makes an anime an anime? Well, uh, animated in Japan to me. Anime. To me, if it's animated in Japan mm-hmm. and originally not meant for a Japanese audience, but it was originally made in Japanese, like it wasn't made in Japan for Americans. Because that would be outsourcing to me. Yeah. Anime is... Basically, it was made in Japan and aired in Japan first. Or not not even first. It was at least aired in Japan as... Yeah, this is is anime. Yeah. This is what this is. This is not, you know, Spongebob coming over. Yeah. um, This is not Crowing the House, which is the best anime ever. My definition of anime is less of, (laughs) like, oh, it's cartoons. It's a stylization of cartoons. And even that, I feel, is like up to interpretation because like, not like, anime yeah. is all the same. That, that's yeah, why, and that's the thing. That's the reason why, I mean, I, I do agree that, like, Avatar is not anime. It's not anime. It wasn't made in Japan by a Japanese studio in Japanese. It was made in America, well, partially in America, apparently partially in Korea as well. The, um, the animation, most of the animation team was The Korean. key animations were done in America, uh, and everything else was done overseas, but... It's not anime. See, it's a cartoon. So when you say that, it seems like anime has a cultural tie. It does, because in Japan, it is it is a cult, very cultural thing. And the weird thing about this is, and I'm just remembering this weird factoid, anime is not actually a Japanese word. Nope. It's French. I see that. The, and, but the, I guess the caveat of anime is that it has a lot of Western audiences. How does that affect what anime is as a cultural I think yes. phenomenon? It, it yeah. has... But the Jap, I mean, when it comes to anime, it is still, I mean, not meant for Japanese audiences. It is made with them in mind. More, it's more focused on ja- Japanese sensibilities, and I want it, traditions yeah. and culture. Because like you're not going to see like an anime based off of. Admittedly, there is one that is based out of. Then you're, you're, California. Uh, immediately, immediately but, your but, your your statement is void then, because it, it seems it's like anime. Re- Anime. It's one out of a million on that one, because of the fact that the person that they that wrote it was Stan Fucking Lee. The fuck you talking about? Hero Man. Huh? Hero Man. 
I'm unfamiliar. Okay. I bet it's an anime. It, it's basically... <laughs> there was a time when Stan Lee went over to Japan to improve relations between, essentially, the U.S. Marvel Studios and the Japanese Marvel Studios. And to try and get more people interested in Western comics. And from that... I mean, I... I, I I'm not going to go too deep into it, but there's an anime that it's essentially could take place in a Marvel universe. But is it has... Is Big Hero 6? No. Is, or is that Marvel or is that DC? No, well, that is Marvel. Marvel. It's Marvel? Okay. It is Marvel. Big Hero 6 originally took place in Japan as well, that's why I ask. Yes. Uh, this one, no. Uh, Hero Man takes place in essentially the equivalent of San Francisco. But San they Fran call Tokyo? it they call it Central City. Is that where the arrow's from? Where you arrow? Mm. <laughs> Star City, by the way. Yeah. Anyway. Oh yeah, that sorry, Starlink City and Star City, whatever. Yeah, it it's the fact that like technically, but the problem is when you actually sit down and listen to the dialogue and some of the sensibilities. A, you have a character that literally is overprotective of his sister, which in America so stereotypes or it's more uh, most of the stereotypes are more focused on the Japanese type stereotypes because a. Uh, one of the, ant- uh, not antagonists, but um, I want to say anti-heroes in it, is focused on protecting his sister, which, yeah, America kind of has that. Trope. Uh, it, it's mean, protecting protecting your siblings. Protecting your siblings, but in a more fashion of, oh, this guy is of lower standing because he lives, uh, because of the fact that his parents are dead. That's not an American standing, that's. That's more Japanese. We'll okay. make fun of them, but we're not going to bully them for it. Okay, but. so I think I see your point. So here's what I, I feel. This is what I see from the pers- my perspective of this, of this conversation. Mm-hmm. We have a group on Reddit who looks like they're basically being gatekeepers. No, not, not a group. Mods. Mo- the actual moderators. The saying. moderator did this. Okay. It was, this was not the... The people that the people actually in in the subreddit uh-huh. dislike this decision, and it, it did get um, reversed okay. because people were pissed. So. so I guess it changes it. So the moderators were gatekeeping. Were gatekeeping. Yeah. Gatekeeping the content, not the people, which is the weird part. Typically, they gatekeep. So I guess this is where it's weird because because those moderators are probably American, right? Mm, uh, I believe so. Yes, more than likely. So they're gatekeeping. They're trying to gatekeep. On behalf of Japanese people, some from a Japanese product mm. that just happened to have an American as a main contributor to the product, basically. Yeah, but and uh, keeping it simple, yes. And their explanation was, "What was their official explanation?" I imagine if it's not thing. anime, it's it's like calling. Uh, if, if I'll look it up real quick, uh, go. Uh, well, considering that there's a counter argument that I kind of popped in my head is the fact yeah. that what about an Interstellar five 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 five? Got enough fives in their shit. Yeah, uh, four it's, it's it's Daft Punk. Look, it's the um, Daft Punk okay. basically I, album. I think you have we have to get away from mm-hmm. preamp cases because enemy is so vast that we'll find exceptions. Well, to everything. Uh, the one he's bringing up is actually a very good case because okay. it's a sim- uh, re- it's a similar moment. The reason why is that while the music to it and this is an entire length, it's like forty five minutes. It's long. A, it's mm-hmm. a full movie and it does tell you a story. Oh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Um. And the fact is, yes, the music's Daft Punk. The person that they approached was Leiji Matsumoto, the guy behind Captain Harlock fame. 
Uh-huh. You, you know, and uh-huh. a few other major influential anime series. And he designed characters, and his studio did animate the full thing. And it is considered an OVA. The only problem so is... It is an anime, okay. because it tells a story, even though you only hear Daft Punk's song to it. There's songs in it. There, there's no dialogue at all. There's there's no spoken dialogue. You, except for I'm Blue, if I was being... No, I'm just kidding. Different, uh, different people. <laughs> and, Very fun. and technically the songs are actually pertain to what's going on in what you're seeing. Mm-hmm. And the fact is that it tells you a story. It's, oh, hey, we have these like interstellar artists... They get kidnapped because apparently this ancient alien overlord dude apparently needs 5,555 gold albums in order to become this super overlord or something. And it it essentially ends with basically uh, humankind finding out about aliens and going, oh, all our pop artists have been aliens from other planets? Shit! We have to protect these guys! Take too deep into so the case. well, he he went too deep into it. Deep. Yeah, but, but it's, it's it's an Amer it, and uh, I think they're American originally. There might be no, British. they're French. Yeah, no, or, yeah. They're French. They're French. Okay, so they ran away from France to go. Okay, that was a white flag joke. Come on, guys. Um, they they went from France to Japan basically to get this movie made, mm-hmm. and apparently, according to them, this would not be considered anime because um, apparently the definition for anime according to the mods is. An animated pro- animated series produced and aired in Japan intended for a Japanese audience. Anime, uh, this is, I'm getting this off of, I think, Kotaku. I'm just reading the quotes. Mm-hmm. Uh, anime is not a style of illustration or animation, which is why we don't, I mean, I, I can agree with them there. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, we would can consider Avatar, which we went over earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, it, and it's we, not. We should probably point out that it doesn't take anything away from Avatar being a good show. No, it no, doesn't. It's it's just a style. They chose that style. Yeah. And it, it did really good in that style. Mm-hmm. Um, but they also said, and this is also a quote, uh, this is a music video by an artist that contracted out a studio that happened to also produce anime. If A1 was contracted to produce an episode of Spongebob, we wouldn't allow that either. And, and that's the quote. Yeah. And as such, it, it's a, there's a lot of arguments blowing up about it. Because there are matter? arguments for both. In the end, does this shit even matter? Oh, I don't even It doesn't, it's honestly. On a, on a private, a pu- private but public website, the moderators can do whatever the fuck all they want. It's a free world. It is, but They're I not mean, violating anyone's rights. But at the same it, time, it, it does bring up the conversation, though. The conversation here is what were they right to bring this down? I mean, while it might be all like. Oh my god, why should we do this? Why should we not? It doesn't make any sense. We're, I mean, we're going to watch it. We'll find somewhere else to watch it or to find our news if they won't let us do it properly. But whether or not, like, the SpongeBob was out of line, in my opinion. That, I mean, contracted out, maybe, but they took part in making it. They were not told, here, make this. Yeah. They. They were part of the creative process. They were part of the creative process, which, in my opinion, is greater because. It was made per, almost completely by them. While Porter Robinson was there, gave them the music with Maddie on, and said, hey, this is what I would like to see. I would like to name her Rin, because it's a very popular name. Mm-hmm. And that's basically... He also gave them some other, like, what he wants to see in it. But he didn't actually tell them how to do anything anything with it. No. I mean, 
when it comes down to it, if someone was completely contracted, typically that whole step is done. You're, they're told, like, when almost all of our, all, a lot of really good cartoons that are made in America, they're contract, contracted out to other companies that just make the infill shit. They're told, here, make this. Don't go anywhere else. Mm-hmm. If they were contracted, they would be told, this is what we want. This is how Nothing it's going to look, and that's it. If you have ideas, give it to us. We might change it. No, this was done almost specifically by A1, basically for A1. I mean, I don't, I don't want to say... It's like how Studio um, 4C works, or 4 Degrees C, which is... They do a lot of videos and stuff, both just little tiny shorts and music videos. Okay. Um, and they're also known for doing some really good animation work. Um, and as such, Studio 4, uh, 4 Degrees C... Um, I, I will state, like, I've seen most, uh, most of what they do have been basically music videos. Mostly because of the fact that, A, they just want to show off their skills. And it's just to show off their animation team's skills. But would it be considered anime is what we're coming, is the question that we're asking right now. I mean, yeah. and, I mean, if, since it's completely, it's completely Japanese, yes? It is completely Japanese, the... It's so by their by the, the standards of the moderator, that would be considered anime, except so, for the music video see, portion of so it. So in the end, it just sounds like it was a conversation of identifying identifying something, and they made a call. I don't even know. It's probably not even the right call from the sounds of it, but no. they made a call. Well, I mean, because this this music video was displayed in, I think, what, Tokyo, it, Tokyo Square, where it has the big-ass TV that they have speakers for. Yeah. Yeah, it was played there several times throughout a few days. Um, it also appeared on Crunchyroll. It was, I, it was held, well, Crunchyroll helped fund it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's a private entity. But see, I think that's the other point I'm going to make here, is that, that there seems like there's an a exaggerated affixation on calling something anime or not anime. Because if you ask me, as long as it's entertainment, I don't care what the fuck it is. Well, I mean, when it comes to... Anime just happens to be something I like because it just happens to have contained stuff that I like. I don't like every anime. And, I am, and all like, three of us will agree on that. Yeah. yeah. It just happens that this is an, this thing I like happens to be anime, and I watch it. Well, for some people, it is a very big topic. I mean, I, I mean they were trying to moderate. They were trying to be specifically anime. So I would be curious to find... I think what it ultimately comes down in this situation is what were they trying to moderate? Were they really trying to just make sure, hey, we, we're just trying to crowd control the expansion that is a subreddit? Or were they trying to make a statement by calling this thing on anime? Yeah. It seems like, the, I mean, because uh, I, I don't think I said this before. This was, you know how Reddit works, correct? Mm-hmm. I don't know if you go on it or not. I mean, very rarely, but... This was a post that was upvoted 98%. That's really, really rare for Reddit. Mm-hmm. And they took it down when it was at 98%. When, like it was a deliberate, they waited for it to get that No, like that, that's when they, when they took it down, it was 98%. Mm-hmm. It went to the front page almost immediately. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, Crunchyroll put up the emails and shit like that, I believe, that, you know, promoted it. Mm-hmm. And people went on Reddit said, oh, look, someone's posted it. Let's click. Yeah, it was awesome. Um, but they, they took down a post knowing it would make a statement of some fashion. Because 98% of people, uh, that's a couple thousand people, I believe, at that point. Uh, I don't remember the exact stats, but there was at least a thousand people that voted on it, in a very small sub. And 
that garnered a lot of attention from a lot of people. A lot of people. Even Porter Robinson himself got kind of... He tweeted about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I, I think they were trying to make a statement, but it backfired because nobody nobody thought that that was... And I think what it, was. Was it the, didn't follow the public's opinion on it. Ultimately, I think that's where the danger... Uh, well, I mean, moderators have a tough job. I'm not going to belittle mm-hmm. what it is to moderate no. or something like that. But if they try to make a statement, I mean, sort of... You either have to roll with the punches of you trying to make your statement, or roll with the punches of trying to moderate something that is going to be ambiguous at times, like mm-hmm. apparently was now. Mm-hmm. Or maybe we just need to, we need to come down to the fact that this is going to this is going to be the consequence when you try to gatekeep something. Gatekeep something, which you're going to always be exclude the people. You're always and excluding usually has a, comes with problems when it comes to creative something creative. Yes, mm-hmm. I mean because that's all this is. This is a creative entertainment medium object medium item that you've tried to gatekeep, whether for a cultural opinion or because you're trying to keep order, this is what's going to happen. Or for various reasons. So, yeah, I think the conversation just should be should start and end on whether they plan to enforce it this way, and then consumers or participants of that form need to make a, a judgment call on whether they want to continue participating with that subreddit. Because mm-hmm. ultimately, it seems like the job of actually gatekeeping in the that's even assuming anyone ought to gatekeep is people in Japan, really, yeah. I guess. But even that, like, you can't just give that to one person or a group or, like, even that gets ugly as far as how, we, how we're going to eventually end up identifying some things that anime or not, I think. It, it sounds like the definition of for Japanese by Japanese seems like it's simple, but obviously it's not. Obviously. Well, Otherwise, we wouldn't have an issue today. You would think so. I mean, considering it was its primary language is Japanese, there was no yeah. English dub of it. You would think that this would... I mean, given given their definition of it, this would be anime. I because mean, it's, it's specifically in Japanese, not just because it's in the, Japan. The music, uh, the actual song used is in Japanese. No, it's in English. It's in English. Mm-hmm. There's, only, there's only an English version of it. Uh-huh. Um, but, I mean, the music itself... Apparently, it's English, I have but that's a Japanese thing too. The Japanese use English music all the goddamn time. Yeah, I. Uh... I mean, but ultimately, they're they're trying to gatekeep the wrong thing. I mean, if we're going back to the gatekeeping, it's they were trying to gatekeep and they were doing it wrong because they were gatekeeping something that would have fit their rules aside from the fact that it's a music video. Sounds like they were overzealous in the end. Yeah, and probably need to learn or potentially trying to possibly stomp out a fire that they thought was going to happen. Well, that's what my race I mean, of. it's yeah. a fire that was built in a pyre. So, you know, yeah. it was supposed to be there. <laughs> <laughs> so, in this case, it's, it's the fact that it's all said and done. It's taken it, It's been kind of cleared up, but it's still popping up a lot of discussion. Um, but it's and I, I'd be interested to know what the discussion is because at this point, the, I don't know why you, you would be continuing arguing about. I mean, in this sounds case, like, sounds like the subreddit allowed it. In the end, because people were so pissed so, off. So it. it, it's it, now actually doing a lot of healthy discussion. It's more discussion of not so much about what anime is. It's what. It's why they felt why they feel the need. Yeah. Why would you feel the need to gatekeep something like this? And funny enough, I mean Japan itself is pretty good about gatekeeping overall because well, they're xenophobes, so yeah, you know. <laughs> so like. If there was going to be a problem, I mean, is there anyone in Japan, any, like, I don't know, again, there's no, like, official source or, or like, figurehead for this. Is there any opinion from 
Japan um, entity? Not, the... not that I've heard of. Of oh. course, if it is, it's probably on a Japanese Twitter yeah. or something similar. So right. I don't know. I would be interested to see I what mean, the culture there thinks about this because because if we're, I mean because I'm sure they didn't even notice because it it was yeah. on something that they wouldn't have seen. I mean, they might there might be some small pockets of it that are talking about it, but I mean, like, other other than this, I mean, the only danger in any of this anyway would be cultural appropriation. But cultural, cultural I'm a, appropriation. I, I'm I'm a, I don't know where I stand with cultural appropriation, but I don't think this is an example of that for sure anyway. So no. So like beyond that, there shouldn't be any kind of argument, I think. But apparently, we had it. So okay, I'm. I'm crazy world we live in. It very much is. What's next? And both having to do with Twitter. No, I guess it wasn't both Twitter. I don't know. Uh, anybody watching Westworld? I haven't watched it. I haven't watched it yet, unfortunately. Um, I've been I meaning to because it sounds good. I haven't watched the series. Okay. So. I want to watch the original series first. I've read the books. I haven't seen anything of it. So. Okay. I've heard um, good things about it, but that's only hair. Sorry, for reference on the last one, mm-hmm. um, anime. our anime is... 424,000 subscribers to it. That would have been voting on it. I, I'm sure I can find it. I'll, I'll, I'll find it in uh, update when I see it. Okay. About the acts, like the exact numbers and shit on it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, David, tell us about Shin Godzilla. Okay, since apparently I'm the only one that actually saw it from this group. Some of us are busy. Uh, Some of us have decent jobs, you know. Ouch. I had the day oh. off. He hates his job. Oh. Come on. I know, but... <laughs> <laughs> Well, I agree. It's not a decent job either. So, um, if he hates it, I'm allowed to shit on it too. Come on. Right. Oh, he worked there, right. so he he can he has an opinion about right. it too. But okay, <laughs> stop yelling at me, man. Um, okay, uh, let's put it this way. The uh, I'm sorry. It's okay. Uh, that video mm-hmm. is currently number one all time on our anime all time. So. That's pretty big. Uh, with 6,000, or almost 7,000 upvotes. Jesus. Yeah. Carry on, David. Okay. Oh, and I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's funny. I don't know what this is. I'm going to Prince. Shoot. It's Prince. Oh. Okay. okay. Um, I just saw a picture on Facebook. I'm sharing it to the Front Row Geeks Facebook page. You'll see it there. So so audio. so once they see that and then listen to this, then it makes sense. Yeah. But uh, okay, since I'm the only one that really kind of sh- uh, saw it here, um, as a heads up for everybody, it is a reimagining of the original 1950s Godzilla Gojira. or Gojira. Um, Not Godzilla 2000. Thank fuck. What do you mean Godzilla? Godzilla 2000 was Japanese made, wasn't it? Uh, Godzilla 2000? Yeah, you're thinking 98. 98 you're, no, you're no. The, th- Godzilla 2000 is the American one. No, no, no. no, no that's... It's you're called, thinking the it, Sony one. No, it's called Godzilla 2000? No, it's, no, it's not. It's just called Godzilla. after that, and it was like, There is a Godzilla 2000, and it was basically Toho going, fuck this American piece of shit. Yeah. Because they... Uh, trust me on this. I'm a Godzilla fan. Um, uh, trust me, because I just... Because I watched the movie in the United States and it was 98 and I was here in summer at 98. could have sworn it's called 2000. I no. must have fucked up. No, I think 2000 is where they bring it in just to destroy it and for all of it. Like, yes, like that's the one. Okay, my bad. Uh, so, in this case, as a heads up, it's been 12 years since Toho made a Godzilla movie. And as such, 
this is uh, this has garnered a lot of attention both by American and Japanese fans. Um, yes, Hideaki Anno was on the te- on the creative team and technically a co-director, but he was mostly the writer for the script. Sorry, uh, since I saw it, I'm going to show it and I'm just going to say it. Um, the American Godzilla made money. Which one? What the ninety-eight one? Yeah, the ninety-nine technically. Yeah, the ninety-nine. It's, yeah, it's um, 99. I mean, it's 98, 99, it's late ninety-eight. So it had to be ninety-eight because some people some people call it ninety-nine. Yeah, um, but it it made, made money. It, it, it made, made money. a fuck ton of money. Okay, budget of one one thirty mil, of course. Uh, box office guess. Um, I'm gonna go with you saw five forty. Uh, I didn't really see it clearly, but guess one ninety. No. 380, almost. 379. Okay, I was shot. You were way fucking off, dude. I, I'm thinking today's numbers, I guess. I thought I saw... I, the, it I, it I would probably, probably be the, about that in today's monies. I probably saw the uh, the budget and didn't see the uh, actual... Yeah, you're trying to cheat, motherfucker. Anyway, keep going. Uh, so, in this case, A, um... Did you like there, it? I loved it. Okay. It was fucking amazing. Well, everyone, we're done here. <laughs> see ya! <laughs> God damn it. Bye, guys. Okay, I'm going to try and keep it brief. Okay. There were a lot of symbolism added in. I'm not joking. It's Anno. Um, but the way he did it and the way everything was play- it paced and everything was very tastefully done, including the cinematography. You know, I, I'm listening to you review this movie, mm-hmm. but... I it's ha- it's no good without seeing it. I, well, it's kind of hard to describe certain parts of it. I only ever watched Godzilla movies... As a kid, most of my adult memories and, and later childhood memories were about Godzilla, the American TV show, uh, oh, Godzilla, Jesus. the American movie from 1999, and then the one that came out a few years ago. Um, that's Brian Legendary Cranston. Studios one. And I liked the one that came out a few years ago. It was a proper Godzilla I was a, that we saw fuck all of. I in, in this case, the best way I can describe the Legendary Studios one is uh-huh. that it's the 80s style Godzilla, where Godzilla is not necessarily a friend to humanity, but he's technically a hero in his own right. So, but it's, I mean, is that the 2014 one? That's the 2014 one. That's or, the Legendary yeah, Studios. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, sorry. Okay, I thought you were talking about, um, sorry. This one is, Godzilla is an abomination. Straight up. He is no one's friend. He is literally, he's he, a mess. he is basically a walking disaster. Does he have kids yet? Godzuki? It's actually kind of... Okay. You guys want spoilers? Yeah. Sure. I mean, why the fuck not? Let me guess. Godzilla either wins or is destroyed, but not really destroyed. No, he's not destroyed. Of course. Um, you see a little fly off him, but you know. Okay. Um, one of the things is that Godzilla is technically an amalgamation of an ancient microbe down at this bottom of a trench that they basically were dumping the uh, nuclear wastes from Fukushima. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this is and, this is current age bullshit. Yes, it is current day, um, and as such, these microbes decide to, it somehow evolved to withstand and then started using the nuclear wastes. And if you've ever watched Godzilla versus Destroya, guess not. Okay, dude, these movies are so old. I haven't seen Destroya. Seen no, it. Destroya was uh, like two thousands. Just assume we have it, because okay. uh, my um, experience with Godzilla is that I watched it, but I don't remember what happened. Yeah, okay, I mean, the, yeah, right, shit. <laughs> the, the best okay, way I can describe it is... We're talking. <laughs> okay. 
Um, <laughs> essentially, these microbes decide to band together and just start forming a, basically a mass of one biological entity, mm-hmm. a.k.a. Godzilla. Um, so basically, Godzilla's an, a hate orgy? Godzilla well. is essentially... <laughs> it, no, Godzilla is basically something like that, just crazy, it <laughs> that just decided to crazy evolve itself. And you it you actually do see on screen him evolving. Because okay. um, do you I, see like the good electricity blast? You do see the ato- uh, the atomic breath. Atomic breath it's okay. not how you expect it at all either. No, it's not. It's not. Is it cool like it was in two thousand fourteen? Um, twenty fourteen was really cool with that. I have to sh- go show you guys some pictures, and this will blow. Do you away. like when he made out with the monster? <laughs> And that he, was fucking amazing. <laughs> Dude, the, I, w- I really wish they would have shown more Godzilla in yeah. uh, in the twenty in the Brian Cranston one because I, that was I, fucking amazing. I think they were going with a Jaws thing where like let's not show the monster. Okay, like, I, I, no one experience. gives a shit about humans. That is not the point of Godzilla. Godzilla is yeah wreck shit. Okay, and we'll get some story in there. Sure, why the fuck not? I, I'm going to show you a picture. This is how you first see Godzilla. He looks like a fucking muppet. <laughs> Literally, the first thing you actually see of him... That's not, uh, that's not bad. No, no when you see him, he's, his eyes are unfocused. They're just pure white with bl- well, he's kind of milky of, ir- uh, black irises. He's coming and he water. literally looks like a fucking Muppet. But he's wrecking shit. Is, oh, so he's actually on land with us. I need, he's, I, I need to see this, I guess. And this, then, like, it's he stops in the middle of one of the uh, districts of Tokyo. And then it, he's just laying on the ground, dead stopped... And then all of a sudden you see him just rear straight up so and do, and he opens his mouth basically like that and releases the, for the first time in the movie, the Godzilla roar. But I mean like his mouth opens up a good 90 degrees. And then you see like the little tiny stubby arm, uh, things that could be arms just rip, uh, like slowly rip out of his chest, exposing muscles on the thing. And he's now. This sounds fucking amazing. I have to see this. Okay, you know what else? You know what? And this is what he evolves into next. I got, I got a big head, tiny arms. So, dude, this movie sounds fucking. I think. No, no, no. I'm seeing pictures of it now. I gotta see this fucking movie. Wait, wait, wait. I gotta see this right so it doesn't sound like it's trolling. And I don't know what's the way you're describing it, David. Mm -hmm. Or is it just, or or maybe it's just conceptually this is just how it is because I I know better, quote unquote. But it sounds really fucking stupid. It, it okay. does. I it, understand it, what he's saying. <laughs> what he's saying is lame. I'm like, putting it, like, making it better in my head. No offense, yeah, David. I mean, okay. You're not going to explain it. Shit, you are. I, I don't I'm, know if it's you or not, but it's like, like when I first saw it, I when I first saw Godzilla, I literally thought, okay, Godzilla's going to rear out of the sea and stomp this fucking stupid piece of looking shit. Because literally, because you didn't, you didn't think it was Godzilla. I didn't think it was Godzilla, and I. My brother had seen pictures and screenshots of Derpy Godzilla, as it's now being called. Godzilla? <laughs> but, I mean, honestly, when it... I understand what he's getting at, and the way he's describing it is not the greatest, but the way I'm going with it in my mind sounds fucking... I, I, I just think... I, I guess it's just that kaiju movies just need... You need to see it. it yeah. when you describe it, kaiju movies, they sound fucking stupid. Like, uh, like uh, <laughs> yeah. if someone tried to explain fucking Pacific Rim, it wouldn't make any sense. 
this giant fucking robot well, watches this. The thing. funny thing is that at least you have, hey, people in giant robots fuck shit up, and you're like, I'm in. Like, at least it has that. Well, I mean, this but, one is giant monster fuck shit up. I mean, yeah, it, you don't have to explain shit like he is. Yeah, I, like if you explain it's science shit, maybe that's what it is. Okay, it, and I love science, and you're still like, I don't know, I don't know why. I okay. don't know why. Okay, in this case, like when he rears up, he decides to go back out of the sea. And, like, throughout the movie, you're actually paying more attention towards, technically, a character who's an up-and-coming official in the Japanese government. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and, and trust me, the first, I hate to say it, but the first, like, 30, 40 minutes oh, of the movie is literally just, like, the, is basically Japanese bureaucracy. That's basically, that's how they were, well, they, right? Well, this is Japanese movies, right? Well, they love that shit. So I guess no, no, right. this was basically saying how fucking, it, like, in the three hours it took them to actually start to work on trying to get something done, uh-huh. it literally tore through two cities. Which ones? Yeah, uh, Nagasaki def- and... This is definitely uh, Japan's talking about itself movie. Yeah, they're, they're, and that's one of the things was the fact that literally they were jabbing at themselves going like hey if it takes us this long in a national disaster what the fuck do we actually have a chance for because um, when that gate shows up in the middle of the city they're gonna go right through it haha <laughs> <laughs> anime is, the uh, other right. thing is that because I don't have like adult recollection of your earliest movies I've, I've always I had Do- I mean, Godzilla versus something movies. I guess part of me, part of it for me is it sounds a fuck ton like the Evol- Evolution movie oh god the, the, the comedy? Uh, yeah, the comedy oh, that takes Scott? place here in Arizona. Yeah. I love that movie. I, I, never, I, I don't remember anything about it. I just remember liking it. I remember. All I remember, <laughs> all I remember is that they were rapidly evolving, and you see this thing burp up an egg onto the, onto like the, the, the outside. God, I love Sean William Scott. I wish he was in more stuff. <laughs> That's Zoolander. Uh, if it's a, I don't remember. No, Sean William Scott is the guy in that movie, I think. Well, he's, anyway. Um, he's a, he was also in a Xbox. New Words in the Car. Oh, okay, no, I thought you were talking about the guy from the next class. Um, but in that movie, basically, like, um, they're, they're, evol- they're rapidly evolving species. Um, they evolve rapidly enough that if one of them that doesn't breathe oxygen gives birth in oxygen, the, will baby will, the, the baby will adapt quickly enough that it, it can do it. And all that just reminded me of that. Yeah. And that movie, to me, was amazing because... The ending to that movie is amazing. Yeah. But, I mean, it's a completely different movie. Okay. Uh, the, oh, thank God I wasn't wrong. I, was, I thought I was wrong for a second there. Yeah, the, the one thing is that throughout the movie, like, they're trying to figure out a few things uh, about Godzilla itself. And, um, because apparently one guy who you never see in the entire movie, but it's, like, hinted throughout that this guy literally had a hand in creating him. Or knew about his existence like twenty. And they covered or... it up. Brian Cranston. No, I'm gonna come back. To that dude, Brian Cranston. Like World War Z. It, oh, not fuck. not World War Z. Hey, the movie was atrocious. Um, about the but okay. essentially, it, it's We're the fact there. that Godzilla was technically like whatever can, uh, part of it was the fact that it's horrible. It's, it's not even on. Uh, yeah, I, I know. Didn't, I didn't get you your, are you getting, did you like the mask that I set up for you yesterday? We should get that for you. Mm, the mask. Right. Is it green? No. It's not. No. Oh. But, okay, it's kind of hard to describe what's those like some of the political stuff because they're in the later part of the movie. No one cares huge... about the political Just, stuff. You know what, no, no, this is what, a big part of it because the fact that... Does, is Mechagodzilla in it? 
No, it's the fact that the Don't Americans care. offered okay. to nuke Godzilla. Let me let me spin this in a different way. Because, David, I, I love you, and I mean this nicely, but you're kind of an otaku, right? Kind of. So, I feel like your interest in the like B-plot of this movie... meaning It's anything, not a B-plot. It's actually a main plot. But it yeah, feels like a B-plot the way you're, you're explaining it. So you're telling okay. me that the first 30, 40 minutes of this movie is bureaucracy and internal culture it, like, it, and no. it's like a cultural like, like you could be okay. late and ignore okay can i at least finish what i'm trying to say okay it starts out just, that just way because of the fact that the political <laughs> the entire political thing mm-hmm. is a major plot point okay. because of the fact that in the later movie they have to bring in the american government because oh, of wow. that <laughs> that's when they because ja- that. japan they literally out and out state in the movie that the way Japan operates is that if they're going to do any kind of military maneuvers, they actually have to alert us first. And if they can't do it themselves by the SDF force, they call us. I mean, I think we have bases out there, I guess. And and the fact is that essentially America said, hey, if you can't take care of this, we will nuke the bastard. They do. And then Mechagodzilla is born. Well... Actually, I just want Mechagodzilla. I and feel like nuking Godzilla means hurting Japan, Japanese, though, which is that, the that was, that, was, that was one of the points, was the fact that they didn't want to nuke a Godzilla. You kill us all, but we have to do it. You've already gotten two cities. Because we don't of, need a third. Because the fact that, like, they were evacuated, because <laughs> the way it Sorry. was going to happen was the fact that Godzilla was now heading towards, essentially, Tokyo, through the various districts. In his fourth and fi- uh, in his fourth form, is his name my final form? God, I'm so glad you said that for me. I didn't want to say. And it. yes, there was a suspe- uh, suspend uh, thing of a fifth form. We- and there's a whole. This is the subplot. Was the fact that Godzilla somehow was, of course, having a nuclear generator, but apparently he was also having transuranic elements in him. The fuck does that mean? Uranium. Yeah, we got that, okay. but why is trans associated with it? Transuranics are basically stable nuclear elements. Okay. Well, that sounds safe. That doesn't sound bad at all. <laughs> they're still radioactive. Yeah, but at least, not, at least they're stable. <laughs> yeah, but we're talking materials that don't exist in nature. And as such, it's plutonium? basic... Is plutonium? Yeah, it's a thing. It's a is plutonium th- trans? Wait, no. No. Does it know what it wants to be in the end? Basically, what transuranics are are essentially stable uh, radioactive elements that could have properties that basically make paper-thin armor that withstands nuclear blasts at point black range. Did they actually explain that in the movie? It's implied because the How fact the hell is all that implied? You literally have like a shit ton of tanks and missiles fire at his goddamn face uh-huh. and he does not do it nothing happens but i feel like the legend that is godzilla you almost don't need the explanation of how he's impenetrable no, you, you just already know he's impenetrable i mean it's got I mean, it's, it's a huge thing it's got probably got thick ass skin it doesn't care like i like like in the 2014 well, version they didn't explain why godzilla can kick ass you just oh he did it well, in this well, he one, got injured by the Muto or whatever how they called him. Yeah, yeah. But well, it's like... Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. In this one, they, they brought it up because of the fact that it leads into some of his other abilities, like his atomic breath. Mm-hmm. This one so, starts out really differently because he, in the middle, he hunches over and just starts spewing this black smoke. And it just covers in Tokyo, and then it ignites. It seems like That's he might cool. have just had a little bit too much Taco Bell. 
And then it's those commercials mean, and, and like mean, of course yeah, Tokyo goes up in flames. Oh, I completely forgot about those. Yeah, but yeah. Well, I think I need a bigger box. But he slowly closes down on the on the flame until it literally does essentially um, Uriel's beam attack from Eva. Literally, it centers down until it's literally just a pure beam of plasma. Fucking love Godzilla movies, don't you? Good lord. We have, we have to watch the movie. I mean, I mean you have to too. see it because At this point, we'll watch it. We'll watch it. Be, 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 shut up, we'll watch it. Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely going to watch it. Okay. It's just, it's no, just it's no. fascinating watching I'm going to go it. into the final part, okay? Oh, okay. No, no, spoilers. No spoilers. No, no, no. No, no, well, no, no. this is a message that it, it's actually implied. I'm not going to tell you how they defeat Godzilla. I, oh, you told me they defeat Well, I guess it can make sense. Well, no, it's defeated. It's, it's defeated <laughs> in the sense. right? They, they just trank him, okay? That's all we know. <laughs> Essentially. <laughs> God damn it, Eddie. They could trank Godzilla. They couldn't trank Harambe. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, okay. So uh, essentially, going. the tail end of the movie is you have the, essentially the guy that you've been following around in Japan meeting with the American representative, who is half Japanese. Do they speak proper American? There, is, there is people who do speak American, and then there's I the Japanese. American too. I love it. It's bad. It trust me. It's bad when you hear. But the is movie. it is it like ja- is it Japanese people trying to speak like an American? No, it's American people. But then like there's a cu- uh, there are Japanese representatives speaking American in it. Yeah, okay. So I mean, I it is, keep saying. It. Anyway, anyway, the end the end thing is basically the the guy says now we have to live with him. And I didn't really understand that until somebody I found a video of somebody who had watched the movie as well, and he had lived in Japan during the Fukushima incident. Mm -hmm. And he said that when he was living there, there started popping up a lot of anti-nuclear movements, of which they wanted to shut down all the nuclear reactors in Japan, which... Bad move. Bad move. That's a bad move. And so the entire... uh, That little tiny end message was basically saying, we have to live with nuclear power until we find something that can take its place. Yes. I mean, on, okay, speaking of the message specifically, no more about the movie at this point. Mm-hmm. Specifically of the message, I do agree. Only because I know exactly how... I know, not exactly, I know pretty much why the, the reactor went down. Yeah. And that's because the diesel generators that were supposed to keep it active fucked up. They got drowned. Exactly. And the people just don't understand that well, nuclear I, power I, I is even... safe if it can stay stable. Yeah. As and long even, as it has the power it needs. And even in the cases where it hasn't been safe way fucking better than we have primary now. I mean, it's better than not having power, essentially, because we can't... That's the only cool. way to generate enough power without using coal, which is a finite resource. Are the stats worse for... Aren't the stats worse for, like, coal mines and... Oh, much worse. Much worse. Crazy bad. Okay, let, let me yeah, put it this okay. way. So essentially, when it comes to nuclear waste, it is the safest thing out there at the moment. Aside from solar, but solar doesn't generate enough power, which they're getting there. But, um, put it... Let's put it this way. If... We weren't using nuclear energy. We wouldn't have nearly as much energy as we do now, because we would be using mostly. We'd probably still be only using coal. Yeah, because, because we wouldn't. Ha- we wouldn't know. They're great. We probably wouldn't be getting close to solar at this point. Mm-hmm. Aside from maybe like the solar plants that's out in like um, Nevada, the one that where it's just mirrors heating. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. It's the same fucking thing. Helios one. Yeah. Uh, it's it's nothing more than basically near a giant huge metal ball. Uh, that has a bunch of... It's not water. It's, um, it actually holds the heat. And it just runs a turbine, yeah. which is all that a nuclear reactor does. 
A nuclear reactor does nothing more than heat water to turn a turbine. It's essentially it. Admittedly, you have... Science! I mean, that's all it does. I mean, it's the cooling water is the source of energy, essentially. Yeah. The only reason we keep it cool is so that it doesn't melt itself down. That's yeah. why it's called a meltdown. And me being, once again, facts, previous military, I was on a submarine. There are safe ways to shut down a nuclear reactor. Control rods. It it takes time, though. Mm -hmm. And the problem is that the energy that they needed from the diesel engines wasn't producing what they needed to safely shut down the reactor. It was producing it. It wasn't that. It was the fact that when it came to it, uh, there was a tsunami. Okay, the earthquake did the initial takedown. Luckily, two of them were... um, Four of the eight reactors were already shut down mm-hmm. uh, due to maintenance. I think it was four of eight. It might be two or four. Half of them were shut down for maintenance at the time. So they were fine. It's the other ones that weren't shut down that they had to control. But they were being they were under control by the diesel generators. The diesel generators then got flooded by the tsunami that ensued. And basically in... That's where it melted down. It was not like Chernobyl, where it was a major fuck-up on the, on the people who made it. And Chernobyl was not necessarily an explo- a nuclear explosion. It was a different design. It was a brand new design of a uh, reactor. Um, no, it was an, actually an older design. An older design? Uh, it was a brick reactor. And that technically we, we as Americans only used that type of design when we were doing the Manhattan it was, Project. It was new to the Russians. Yes. They and, had, uh, so I, I'm speaking from them, sorry. Yeah. They, they knew nothing of it. They didn't know how to work it really, and they designed it badly. And we actually offered the Russians the help, help because we told them that design is broke, is fucking bad. Don't do it. We went, bad. We went from Godzilla to fucking nuclear. Well, I mean, you're not disassociated, so <laughs> I know they're not. It just we went we went full on nuclear. Uh, but the, the problem is that nah, the term. <laughs> I mean, I mean. Because when it comes to it being, don't get us wrong, it's not that it's... Dangerous. It's not that it's completely safe, but it's not dangerous. If it is controlled as it is supposed to be, the people that walk around in those places, unless they are going into the reactors, reactors themselves... we got a nuclear power plant just a few miles from here. Uh, I, know, I know a couple I people work there. I was a few feet from one, and I only got like seven or eight millirads. I mean, he's just fine. You, get, you got more fine. rads from eating fucking bananas. Exactly. Dave, David is not fine, everybody, but that's not indicative of... <laughs> that is not indicative of me basically being irradiated. This is why you can't have kids, guys. That's why. Uh, yeah, that, that's why. Anyway. I'm sorry, David. We still love you. But, yeah, it's... You know we're not shitting on you, right? It's just, I know. We're just really trying to make sense of the movie from... It, it's kind of hard to describe this movie because the fact that the music... I'm going to go into cinematography. I'm not going to describe the movie. A lot of the angles, the music, the placement, the just everything, how it's set up and placed, actually put you into that scenario. Okay. Um, I, this is going to this I, is going to have to be something we watch. I mean, this isn't something we can talk about. I mean, I, yeah. I, I think the only point I was trying to make is that, and I, I'm not surprised because this is a Godzilla movie, Japan, a proper Godzilla I movie. Think, oh. I think. I think others besides you, because you kind of have to talk to, and I mean that like well, and I don't mean that in the not in the Japanese sense, but in more of the American sense. Yes, yeah. is that it seems like this movie is is speaking specifically to that culture that has to deal with it in the way they've dealt with Stop it, shaking it, and that you, as someone who researched it, I actually did research it. I just I found but you it. have you I did have research a, after the fact. 
the research you look after into the fact, it afterwards. And, and yeah. you you have like secondary research into as for your how how deep dive you go into Japanese culture as it is. Yeah. So if me, mm-hmm. someone who doesn't do that, uh-uh. might not be able to connect the same way with what is happening as a the, what the. But it's I wouldn't only... be able to ha- have the same empathy with the conversation that's happening in that plot yeah. of the movie. Other than the fact that I'm there to watch Giant I mean, Monsters I'm... rip shit up. It sounds like the bits of Pacific Rim, which is the closest thing that we have in America. I mean, that's not Godzilla. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, when it came to that movie, everybody wanted to watch just giant robots fuck shit up. Yeah. yeah. I mean, no one cared, oh, we're going to build this giant wall instead, until it's like, oh, the wall didn't work. You, you shut these people down because you're fucking idiots. And the, the and that way, luckily that they left it at that. Like we're done. We're let's go wreck some shit. Let's go wreck China because we hate those people anyways. Yeah. And I mean, we like Chinese. If you're listening, you're Chinese. We love you. It, it, it's the general consensus throughout the U.S. We don't like China because they make make all of our goods and they're crap. And general consensus, not the uh, opinions stated here are not. <laughs> <laughs> but it's the one thing is that there were some people that were Godzilla fans there. And I hate to say it, some of them brought you. some of them brought their kids to it. And the is one because movie so you're gonna tell them? I don't know it was rated. So. I wouldn't recommend it for young kids because of the fact that PG thirteen. No, actually, it was subtitled. Well, no. What? The fuck? The int- would you consider it PG thirteen? Yes, it would be PG thirteen. Oh, okay. Um, but the fact is, like, the reason why I wouldn't recommend at least kids, kids eight or nine is because of the fact that they don't really... They'd have to pay attention to the screen. Yeah, and... You would have to read. Yeah, I don't which... want to read, Mom. I don't want to read a book. Yeah, I can see that being an issue. You probably I can't. Yeah, that, that, that movie. Especially when it comes and... to wrecking shit. They're not going to pay attention to what it says. And They want to see, ooh, giant monster. Yeah, and the other thing is that there is a lot of political... And social commentary. What they would consider boring. Yeah. What they don't care about because they're too young. They yeah, they they, they would boring. care about more about Godzilla using his freaking atomic breath. Bruh. Um, I have that in common with them. But okay, okay, enough Godzilla. What's okay. The, anything well, else? We're done, man. We're, we're done. Like an hour seventeen. Because we we can't talk about Godzilla anymore. We talk about it for too long. You got Nintendo next? Switch. Shit. Nintendo you Switch. Know. This is gonna be long as I said. This is this isn't gonna be too much. This is probably gonna be like the, the, another ten minutes. Okay. The ten minutes. Uh, I'm gonna start a timer. Start a timer. Okay. Oh, I mean, we, we, we got thirteen minutes. It's been making an hour and a half episode. Okay, Google. Oh, you piece of shit. Yeah, I don't know why you expected that to work. <laughs> Again. Okay, Google. Okay. Um. Hey, Cortana. I'll, I'll start off. I'm, I can't do this. It, it hurt nothing. You. Nothing. It hurt you. Okay, tell it. Well, now it's hearing us up, so now it's going crazy. Well, shut up so we can get in you, man. Hey, Cortana. Show the timer. Ten-minute <laughs> ten timer. Here we go. Thank you. Okay, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Sit down. Jeez. Okay. That's voice recognition. Thank you, Microsoft. Anyway. Um, Thank you, Halo. So I already talked a little bit about this. On your on, solo. And my monologue. I don't know if you guys... I that. sat and listened to it. Okay. So, let me give my opinions real quick, just to reiterate. Uh, it looks great. Marketing looks like it's for, like, rich young kids for some reason. And, um... As most I, ads for, like, the Wii and stuff like that have yeah, been so far. Yeah, but, like, who the fuck has time to play Nintendo Switch and lives on the rooftop of a major <laughs> urban setting? But whatever. And then, um, I'm probably not going to buy it immediately. 
just because... I got a vibe that it was more aimed towards people that do play video games, but more the hardcore players. Hardcore. Oh. I mean... Hardcore in that weird sense that A... They want to play games consistently. Yes. Okay, so... That's fine. So they're not so it's not so much the hardcore gamers, the consistent gamers is what I would call them. Yeah, I mean, um, which makes sense. I mean, because honestly, they're called gamers. I, I think they're gonna fuck up. I mean, they kind of they're taking the Wii U concept further. Not the Wii U concept. No, I I would say so though because with the Wii U, they you could play it without the um, you could play games without having the um, gamepad. Without having the con, well, like without having your TV on, basically. So I mean, okay. when it comes to that, they they took that further, where you could take it away from the console in general, because before, before it was tethered. Now it's not. Now it's it's its own thing. I think it only plays like specific cartridges. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and they're bringing back cartridges. I mean, that'll be fine. That's, that's on fine. on a major console. That's a big thing though, because it's been discs normally or downloaded. Yeah, but now that we're having smaller tech disc sizes. I mean, shit, we, I think we have terabytes in the size of an SD card, yeah, so who so cares? It makes sense that we're... Uh, to I mean, let's just get um, um, back to it all the Dooms on one disc that's like two terabytes big. Mm-hmm. Not even two terabytes, two gigabytes, probably. I think it's a wonderful concept, what they put there. I, mean, um, I don't know how often I will use it. I'm going to tell you, I'm probably going to sell my Wii U and I probably have double digits, less than ten hours on that the entire thing I bought it. But that's why I'm probably not immediately going to buy a Nintendo Switch. But otherwise, it looks fucking awesome. I mean, it, I do. I'm probably gonna appreciate it. It looks good. It doesn't look uncomfortable. Aside from in that, I think they need to redesign the controller personally. Oh, the puppy dog head. If that's what you want to call it, I guess. I mean, it just looks uncomfortable. You're right, that because they made that. that no, didn't you? No, it's the fact that it, it it looks kind of fucked up. Honestly, I mean, with it, yeah, it, look, it just looks plain fucked up. Mm-hmm. But I mean, if they change that a little bit, I think it would be a lot more comfortable because it looks kind of cramped. It could just be the vid, the po- photos and such. But the way it looks with that screen on mm-hmm. looks comfortable. It doesn't look cramped. It doesn't... I mean, it looks like a better version of the Wii U... Gamepad. Gamepad. Mm-hmm. Because that gamepad mm-hmm. was comfortable for me. I mean, the, I mean, the placement of the, the joystick is a little questionable on the Switch. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd, have to, I'd have to hold it. Yeah. it. It looks yeah. like they went for an Xbox feel, but placed them too far apart. Anyway, um, my opinion on it is it's kind of what I was expecting of it. A, it being... A mix of a home console and a portable. Um, yeah, they took Wii U further in that aspect. They were trying to go more portable with it. Not in the same fashion that I consider the Wii U. The Wii U is... is You play it at home. You can't... Well, I mean, like I said, they're, they're taking that further where they can take it outside the home. In this case, that's the problem, is that technically it's also budding into the 3DS market with it being a portable console. I, I don't that's, think so, though. That's the thing. Is that I think it could. I think if they wanted to unify them, I don't see what the problem is. Yeah. I mean, because it looks like it uses the same style game pad or games. And, I mean, if they wanted to, they probably could, but I don't think that's what they're going for. They're probably going to be going... That's what I mean, is that they're not trying to take either the Wii U or the 3DS. It's basically going to be something that literally will not... Well, I'm... Well, not what? When it comes... I'm sorry. When it comes to the Wii U, I'm saying they're replacing it with this. They're not replacing it. They're going to continue with the Wii U. Nintendo has... I didn't, I didn't read that. I didn't see that. Ninten- they announced this back in the early rumors about the NX because a lot of people said the NX was going to be the replacement for the Wii U. It is not. How is it not a replacement? Like, Because it's trying... What Nintendo has stated, what they're trying to do with the Switch mm-hmm. is fill a, ni- a, a niche 
niche, whatever the hell. So that's probably, that might be why you got the, the rich person feel, because it probably is the, the rich it, person middle fill. It, it's the middle class problem. It's trying to fill in a blank that, A, you want to play a game like Skyrim, as it showed in the video, even though it's not confirmed that they're going to have Skyrim on it. Why would they show a video if it's not going to be Skyrim? That's Bethesda saying that. That's Bethesda said they, they, they said they have no comment. Okay. Have essentially. No silly, silly, silly. But, silly, but essentially, it's... And that's where I got the aim of... They're trying to aim for much more of the hardcore, a.k.a. the, the person that will play Skyrim or Halo or various big... And because I'm the kind of person that would play that game. But it allowed you to play it at home on your big screen TV or, like, if you're going on a trip, you'd be able to take that game with you. Yeah, that's and that's why I, I have to agree in the sense he's saying that it's a replacement to the Wii U because what you're telling me... Is it's it's a Wii U you can take outside. Yeah. It's it, that's how what, I think what about would it. The Wii U give me that the, the NX won't because if if there is something special about the Wii U experience, then yes, it's not replacing it. But if the NX can, the Switch can do whatever the Wii U can the and o- more. Then yes, that's the only it do the only thing I see it not being able to do, and I mean this is just right now. They might do something about this in the future. Uh-huh. Is the dual screen? No, Nintendo has officially announced. It is going to be single screen only. Okay. Once you stick it in that uh, dock, it'll play on the big screen. Okay. Once you pull it out, it's going to be on the small screen. Okay. There is no dual screen capabilities. So okay. they're going for, then. Then in that case, then. And then that's why it's they're not film, going they're to, trying to they're trying to get something to compete a little bit with the, the mobile market. Not the mobile market, the Xbox market, the Xbox and PlayStation market, because they know the Wii U is not going to do that. Mm-hmm. So they're getting something that'll play those games, mobile. They're not cutting into the mobile market. They're not cutting into the Wii U market. They're cutting into the PlayStation and uh, Xbox market. Because they know people are going to buy it, no matter what. They're fucking Nintendo. Everybody buys their shit. I pre-ordered fucking... I don't pre-order games. I pre-ordered Moon today for free. But, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't pre-order games. I, the only games I pre-order are fucking Nintendo games because I mean, they're known they're guaranteed. quality. Yeah, they, they're guaranteed. And yeah. I don't like the word guaranteed when it comes to video games. Mm-hmm. Because it doesn't... No Man's Sky was guaranteed yeah. to be full a good circle. game. Full circle. I mean, full, I mean, really, full circle. It, I did go, I tried to try and go full circle, but when it comes to it, I don't like that name, that, that word. But I played the demo. I like the demo. It feels like X and Y and the remakes did. And then there's also Breath of the Wild. As much as I've seen of it, and I'm still very wary of it, Nintendo is... It's going gonna, it's gonna to sell millions. It is guaranteed. No matter what kind of opinions I have of it, it's still going to be a Zelda game. I'm still going to get it. I mean, yeah, okay. I mean, Nintendo yeah. fills that hole that no one else has managed to yet. We all trust them, even if we don't. Mm-hmm. We we don't trust video games, but we'll trust Nintendo. They've been doing it so goddamn long. They know what they're doing at this point. And if they mess it up, they say they messed it up. Yeah. And. And we forgive them at some point, and they. I mean, and then we forgive them. I mean, because they fix whatever. Because they'll they they will listen to us. They'll fix it. Mm-hmm. It might seem bad to us, but in the end, we like it. Like mm-hmm. people bitched about the Wii. The Wii was a good move for them. That was the mo- that's what the number one selling. I think people bitch more about the Wii U now. Yeah, they do. But I mean, at the time, the Wii was a big thing because they're going away from. They're not fighting Xbox and um, PlayStation Four. They made a good decision in that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because they sold they sold more than both of them combined. Yeah, and that's the thing is that. Nintendo, I even though like I read reports saying that Nintendo's not being innovative with this because this is everything that we yeah the fuck 
Who says no, that? I, I mean, uh, no, no, like the, the articles that I found on it were Kotaku. Oh, it's fucking IGN Kotaku. And, they're, they're, and IGN. I don't and, understand that. And they're basically saying, oh, this is all we what we know. And it's like, that's because you fucking idiots listen to the goddamn I mean, leaks. Even if even if it's not like hyper innovative, and maybe it was, it's maybe only like it's filling a niche that no yeah. one's filled yet. Yeah. No one can fill the market where you can play Skyrim on the go for a couple of hours. No one's been able to fill any of those games. And, I mean, you can t- you can and the cl- you can take a it tried, but it didn't do it. And the it didn't is, do it like what people wanted to. And the people that want in, like the only thing that could work is if you're willing to shell out like a good thousand or like couple thousand dollars for a gaming laptop, which is no fun because those work like shit half the time, and because they're, they're is, made by shitty companies or they're bulky as shit. Asus. Sorry, I have an Asus gaming laptop. It's old as shit. I mean, they're good laptops, but they're not the wheel. They're not wheel. They're they're not they're not wieldy, or they're garbage in the specs. I, I would even break it down further. I get to play my Mario game on a plane. I mean, well, That's you can it. do that with a 3DS. Thing, I know, but, but now you can do it on a. But now you can play. Now screen. you can play a better game. Now you a can higher play, quality yeah, game. Simple. You can now play essentially Mario See, Kart. 8. I I think what they're gonna start trying to do is sell. 3DS games, not like not so much 3DS. They're gonna try and make like games where you play it on 3DS. I hope they make th- like they're switch g- version of 3DS games when they come out. I'm like, hoping for Monster Hunter. Hunter. I'm hoping for Monster Hunter. Uh, Generations is out by the way. I don't oh, know if you have... Generations Double Cross, you mean? Or yeah, whatever. Fuck, I think it's uh, <laughs> like when it comes down to it, like I would love to be able to throw my uh, my cop my 3DS copy of Super Smash Bros. 4 into the Switch and be playing it. Playing I think it. This is the only thing I lost is that that my library Wii U, Wii and Wii U games probably won't be playable on the Switch from the sounds of it. No, no, it because is not. I mean, they'll probably make an adapter. Like the base might actually have like a disc reader on it, but we don't have any confirmation yet. As far as anybody can tell, um, I mean, and and they were they were they had the courage to keep a uh, a headphone jack too. Yeah, there's a headphone jack. <laughs> <laughs> well, Sorry, I had to say something. No, no, we had to. We had to. Apple, come on, Apple. Have you seen the new Mac? Oh god, let's not get into that. No, the one that no. doesn't have an escape key. It oh, really? doesn't even have an F. It, the function keys. It's it, gotten rid of. It. It the, does have them. They're in a um a, t- a touch sensor bar up top. I don't know. And you can hit the all function the, key, and it'll show you what changes. I don't have the money for all it, I can so. th- all I can see is people adding an escape key on that bar. <laughs> oh, there's already people making dongles up that. It's just an escape button you plug in. <laughs> Bam. <laughs> I would love to have that, actually. A giant, huge, big red button that says escape. Okay. Well, this certainly makes up for my half-hour podcast last week, so... Anything, anything else on the Switch? I mean... I, are you going to buy? Early buy? I may be an early buyer, depending early buy? on my Not job. an early buy. I don't, I, don't, I don't typically buy consoles. The only thing I buy is Nintendo, and I haven't bought an actual stationary console in so long. This might be my first one, though. I don't think I'm going to buy immediately just because I have such a backlog of other games from my Steam and If you do library. get rid of your Wii U, can I have most of your games? Can I have the yeah, Wii U? probably. And the games? I want, I want some money for it. I'll give you a dollar more than he does. <laughs> GameStop is going to give you 90 bucks for my Wii U. I'll give you nine dollars and a penny. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> I'll give you a shekel. So, <laughs> I may consider it depending on my financial situation. Of course. Um, well, that's, that should be the first primary thing that you think about. Yeah. I mean, I'm probably not going to be an early adopter. I probably will get it depending on the reviews. This is one thing I will look at reviews and things for because consoles are expensive. 
I imagine this thing's going to be in the $700 range because of what it looks like. <laughs> what I'm going to do is I'm going to wait for Black Friday 2017 to buy it, I think. Um, as far as I know, something I like. even though, like, co-worker, um, you remember Nate? Bella? Nate Dog? No. Uh, no. Okay. He, 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 a co-worker of mine is saying, oh, it's 437 It's like, no, what? Nintendo has stated it's going to be roughly around, like, 250 Really? Yeah. Fuck, I didn't know that. Let me save the money up now. Shit. I'm pre-ordering. Be right, guys. Yeah. (laughs) And, and, like, he's gonna, like, no, it's gonna be, like, a $400. It's like, no, do you not know Nintendo's fucking, like, one of their mission statements? If that that is gonna be, like, $300, I'm down. Oh, you thought it was gonna be more? I thought it was gonna be, uh, like, a $700 thing. I mean, because I'm looking at the whole thing. Yeah, the way Nintendo works is that they're a little more competitively priced. They that. want people. They want their consoles and games and stuff to be affordable for anybody. I well, they bank on software. So for okay. me, okay, sorry. Let me. Okay, since I was wrong the first place, let me change that. That what I said. For me, it's going to be seven hundred dollars because I don't have a TV. <laughs> okay, now we can see well, why. You don't need one, remember? I don't need one, but you know the, the, the battery life. I'll, yeah, I'll have to charge it all the time. Oh, by, I already do that with my 3DS. By March next year, there's plenty of, of good HD 20. Okay, 720 doesn't count. What? He, he wants a 4K. No, I don't care about 4K. 4K is fucking weird. <laughs> it, it just feels weird. Um, but okay. no, I, I mean... Definitely me a 4K pe- people still call 720 HD these days. Actually, so. I know of a 4K TV that's maybe affordable right now. Well, there's, there's, the, there's the Insignia one that costs like 5 bucks. You may want to spend a little extra for a Sony one. And you're gonna buy in the PS4 you, market. Josh? I I got Sorry, Josh, I get bored at work. I get bored at work. Okay, we'll talk later. Okay, anything else, guys? Oh, um, uh, we should be good. Oh, uh, that that uh, Saturday. Ah, uh, yes, oh, yes, yes. Eddie. We... I was gonna say at the end. I thought there's something else. Yeah, well, no, we're, we're done. We're, we're done. Pretty much done. Okay. So the last thing we need to mention here today is that. Next Saturday, because this will probably post sometime between recording time and Monday. Saturday after this is this is posted. Recording time and Monday. That's tomorrow. That's Sunday. Well, I don't want to promise when I'm going to do it. I'll probably do it tonight or tomorrow. Tomorrow anyway, or Monday. The point is that Saturday, <laughs> November 5th, we're going to be streaming 20, well, 24 hours plus, because of time zone stuff, for our charity stream for Extra Life. So from... Midnight East Coast time, we will be going until midnight the next day, Arizona time, streaming on behalf of, of uh, Extra Children, Life. For the kids. Network, raising the kids? money. For the kids. Uh, we're going to be doing what we can. There might be some small breaks while we switch over streamers, but that's about it. But other than that, we'll be on 24 hours. We'll have some music going or something in between breaks, hopefully. Uh, but pretty consistent throughout the whole thing, unless it's a crash. Unless someone decides to take the internet down again. 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 Um, luckily I was at work. Didn't feel it. Mm. So. <laughs> I didn't feel it either. I was probably Were taking a nap at the time. when they took away my internet? Just... Sorry, I just kept that song. My bad. Jesus. Anyway. Anyway. So. But, I mean, the more people we get, the better. Because the more money... We raise the more money the kids get. Yep, that's what yeah. we're doing it for. No, we're, we're not keeping any money. That should be clear. All the money goes towards the charity for the kids. For even, the children. Even any ad money we get. Mm-hmm. Which is none at this point. Right yeah. 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 Shh. It seems anyway. more charitable if they don't know that. <laughs> but no, I mean, come join us. We're going to be playing 
probably two different games. Yeah. So many and board, and board games at the end of the day. There is going to be a board game held uh, after uh, Tucson Comic Con by our Tucson team with Eddie. The birthday boy of that thing. Yes. Is there going to be video? There yes. will be a video. Okay, because otherwise it's going to be boring as fuck to watch. So <laughs> it's well. We're playing board games, so. Well, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, if it's a board game, there's just look at the black screen, guys, and just imagine we're playing. Oh, wait, wait. I'm totally winning. There's a sheep here. <laughs> Great. All I can think of is that one game that you were playing with. Um... God, I can't remember his name. That one guy? Is the game called It's Not Gay If the Balls Don't Touch? I love that game. <laughs> <laughs> what? <Where's laughs> David? It's the weird ga- It's that one game where it's like you're playing it like it. Yeah. Give me something. Come on, space. It, it's space. Um, um, space um, Marines. A lot of oh, a lot oh, of pieces. Oh, 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 oh yes, 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 yes. Um, Twilight Imperium. Twilight Imperium. Are you going to be playing Twilight Imperium? No, I don't think so. Does that include oh, the God. Imperium of Man? What? No, I don't know. No, it's not a four, uh, Warhammer 40k no thing. No idea. But dear God, is it complicated? I should ask Chris if he wants to set that up, but it'll be kind of late, and I don't. Warhammer? It takes a long time. I know we'll probably be streaming for like the equivalent of like four. Didn't, it, it didn't take you guys like six hours to beat the, yeah. that yeah. that one game. Oh fuck! There's a board game. There's actually one game you guys should play at the very end. It's um, Haunted House on the Hill, or some shit. Oh, that would be the perfect oh, closing that, game. That that's a good game. That anyway. or like Arkham. Ar- we'll figure that out. So catch us live streaming next week, Saturday. Uh, starting on Saturday, midnight, or midnight of Saturday. So very beginning. Eastern time. Oh, 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 one. Yerp. And with that, I think we're pretty much done. Catch us on Twitter and Instagram at FRG underscore media. Furrow Geeks on the Facebook and the Twitch. And on the SoundCloud as well, if you want to listen to this podcast. Or look us up on the iTunes store. We'll be there as well. Still working on the approval from Google. I haven't gotten back to me yet. So, um, other than that, streaming. We're still be streaming Monday. Uh, Lordy is still going to stream. I think um, Tuesday we have a stream. Will is, and Michael has stated that he has taken off the week to do streaming, or at least a good chunk of it. There will not be a Friday stream because, well, three hours later we're going to be playing games for twenty four fucking hours. Yeah. Anyway, so I, I'm going to take that little bit of time to get yeah. a nap in. Mm-hmm. We're gonna sleep. We're gonna get drunk. Oh, I mean, we're gonna sleep. Then we're gonna get drunk throughout the rest of the day tomorrow. Yeah, I think Annie's gonna get started, but I don't know when you guys anticipate jumping in. Uh, we'll we'll put a schedule up on Facebook. Okay, we'll do that. Yeah, you you all are gonna have to figure it out. Astro Mag is in charge of streaming, so have to figure it out and get us mm-hmm. a schedule as soon as possible. Yeah, we'll we'll put a schedule up. Um, we may even have some other plans for it. Yeah, but I might even wear a bikini. That we're totally is... getting that on camera. We're <laughs> fucking getting that on camera. You are gonna be the, the mascot. Anytime worked. to get it, anybody gets a donation. Work for that one girl. So I want, want seven hundred thousand <laughs> subscribers. That's great. Anytime we get a donation, he takes another piece of clothing off. Yeah. Down to the bikini. All right, we're out of here. Goodbye, everybody. Night. Facebook only though. Thanks for watching. This has been a presentation of Front Row Geeks. Adios.